Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy, everyone, on this blazing day in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> we're coming to you from the How Stuff Works studios in Hollywood. What is this morning zoo vibe <laughs> you're giving? Hey, y'all, I'm Naomi. Hey, I'm Andy. I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> Quickly realized it was uh, not so fun. <laughs> fun for me. You guys, on Couples Therapy, <laughs> hosted by us... We are comedians. We are lovers. We host a live show. And on the podcast, we bring you the very best sets from our live show and get a little close to you. Get in your ears. Share stuff from our lives. And right now, what's going on with our lives, Andy? I'm trying. Well, so part of the reason I was trying to inject some fun is we are, uh, I wouldn't call it a relationship slog. <laughs> <laughs> oh! You wouldn't call it a slog, but you did use that word in my face. So, uh, w would you call it a relationship uh, swamp? <laughs> what now? You're looking at me. Your eyes are oh, wide. Uh, he's okay. You he's have anime eyes. He's calling it. What he's calling it is a murky, sludgy morass that one wades through. Yeah, I would take the softer description of slump. Just a slump. Just a little point where. You driving me crazy, and we wish we lived in two separate apartments, but it's fine. God, it's not the end of the world. Mostly, the reason why we're in this lump, we don't have any TV shows to watch. Zero. We have, well, no, that's not, not true. Zero. We have two. Detroiters, which we love, and John Oliver, but John Oliver is now on, I mean, by the time this plays, I'm sure it'll be back, but we're, where we are right now is uh, uh oh my god is on it on hiatus? hiatus oh jesus okay we're down to one and you guys <laughs> all right maybe maybe swamp is right all right because now we're down to one that's 30 minutes a week that we have a little tickle 21 and a half <laughs> 21 and a half because we don't watch commercials <laughs> we're not commoners <laughs> honestly i had no idea that being in a relationship would mostly involve scheduling when to watch tv with somebody I really thought there'd be a lot more field frolicking <laughs> and like, a lot more farmers markets, a lot more running at each other across a field to reunite. <laughs> or just like, or like ghost moments of like joint lovers pottery 
You know what I mean? Like hands in wet clay. And instead, it's mostly just sitting down being like, you ready to watch the show? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something that we are learning, I mean, eight year, eight and a half years in or so at this point, is uh, there's only so much you can say to another person. Right. Because I don't want, we don't want to repeat stories. Right. No, I think we're doing pretty good about that. And like our shows, there's like a fun time. It's almost a new experience. You know, TV is like traveling without leaving the house, which is pretty much what I like to do. That, okay, literally, I just said TV is like traveling without leaving the house. Am I an invalid? That is literally <laughs> what you say if you refuse to engage in the world. <laughs> Where your caretaker comes to you and, and like turns the TV on while you're like trapped in bed. You and either like, have like locked in syndrome <laughs> Or you're paralyzed or like have a debilitating <laughs> a debilitating disease, you know, where your hair falls out, where you have a debilitating disease. Um, and uh, they're like, well, you know what? I'm going to turn the TV on in that geo. And it's like you're taking a trip without leaving the house. <laughs> and you'll, you'll, get, you'll get better. And you see like a tear fall from their eye. And okay, you, this is a sad story. I know, don't like this scene. <laughs> you know what's, what's actually going to happen. But you just look at. Why are at, you telling me the saddest fake story? You just story? look at those rhinos no. and cheetahs on that geo, I'll and you're literally like, keep interrupting him to make him stop, and yet he continues. And you're like, someday, <laughs> someday, I swear someday to God. I'll see you in real life. See, this but you is know where, it's not true. This is where having two separate apartments would be great. You know what I mean? Just a little break. He could spin his yarns. Write them down. Put it in a tweet. Hey, if any rich people are listening and want to subsidize two apartments for us. Or what about a duplex that has a that has like a trap door where I can like stick my head up into your part of the duplex to tell me when food is ready? <laughs> I just felt like like a fun sitcom neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that. Hey, that's my catchphrase. <laughs> Are you trying to be white, Jack? Hey, <laughs> I don't know about that catchphrase. Um, I was trying to th- Jack K caution. Caucasian Jack Hay. Well, we'll workshop, we'll workshop it. it. <laughs> we'll workshop it. Um, but do you know what show we do love, and it's coming back soon? What Crazy Ex Girlfriend? Yes. Oh my god, that's one can't of our wait. jams. That is definitely a show we really connect over. I remember when we uh, one of the first times we met Rachel, who's uh, Rachel Bloom, the co-creator of the show and uh, star, and we were like, you know, that's our. That's one of our couples shows. That's one of the shows that, that Naomi and I can agree is good and sit down and watch together. <laughs> we can agree is good is a <laughs> great basis for any relationship, honestly. And in fact, we had Rachel and her husband, Dan, on our show. Okay, guys, if you don't already know Rachel Bloom and Dan Greger, I'm going to break it down for you. Okay, they're a true power couple. As we already said, Rachel is the co-creator star of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend the CW, but did you know she won a Golden Globe and a Critics' Choice Award for that show? Before that, she was a writer on Alan Gregory and Robot Chicken. Dan Greger is a writer and director who's written features for so many places. He's also written on How I Met Your Mother, The Comedians, and, as Andy already said, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Boop. He also co-wrote and directed the film Most Likely to Murder, which debuted at South by Southwest earlier this year. Give it up for Rachel and Dan. Roll it! Thank you. We are married. Ooh, that's a real thing we did. Yeah. Um, I said, to prove it, should we just make out for 10 minutes? And he said, no, I don't want to do that. No. Let's kiss just to prove uh, we're married. Public displays of affection are scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I love his butt. Oh, gosh. So this is, uh, this is actually uh, when uh, <clears throat> Rachel and I had been dating about a year. And uh, and and uh, we we've been dating about a year in New York, and I was um, I had to move to Los Angeles, and like I said, we uh, we were gonna do long distance, and it was just it's very scary. I mean, that's a very scary thing to do to 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 you know be in this great relationship, but like move into this very unknown place where you don't know what that's gonna be like or feel like, and we had driven cross country together. And, um, and, and like, we were, like, living out of a hotel and trying to find, like, a, an apartment for me to stay in. And, and Rachel was, like, helping with everything. And um, I was still living in New York. I was a singing waiter on a boat. That was my actual uh, vocation. Uh, so, obviously, she couldn't move to L.A. with me. 
Um, I was busy on the boat. <laughs> Honestly, it's a boat that travels around Manhattan for three hours with tourists. I had uh, two songs. I, I'm so excited and why haven't I heard from you by Reba McIntyre. Um, I killed. <laughs> Uh, and um, and we and and we were just sort of like it was just like the first couple days of like living out here, uh, and we really it was so tenuous. And and I had, had booked uh, some improv show uh, at uh, one of the old theaters in in like West Hollywood, and uh, and it was like my first show that I was doing in L.A. And it was, had all these people that I was like gonna wanted to meet and and get to know, and and so I, I like went to the show with Rachel, and and I uh, and I. And I did. I was. You're supposed to go up, and I'm like, oh, where am I in the lineup? Uh, they were like, oh, you're you're um you're second to last to your set uh, with your group, and um and uh, and I had to take a terrible shit, um and I was um I was like really I was like oh, okay well uh, that's fine like can I use the restroom? And uh, and they're like oh actually the restroom is um it's on the back wall of the stage, and I sh as I've if the restroom of this theater were right there. Like, literally, like, it truly some sort of weird Freudian dream sequence where, where like, you have to perform your fecal matter for an audience of like people. Like, literally second to the Holocaust, nightmare for a Jew. Yeah, yeah. Second to the Holocaust. Maybe third to the Holocaust in pogroms, nightmare for a Jew to shit in front of everyone. Yeah. Jews have bad stomachs bad because, stomachs, because yeah. our, we're both uh, full Ashkenazi Jew. Yep. And here's inbred. the thing about uh, very inbred. It's a problem. Our child is going to have a hump. Genetic uh, bottleneck uh, in the 1400s. Genet in the 14, 13, yeah, yeah, the yeah, 1400s. Uh, we all, all Ashkenazi Jews come from 800 people, 300 people about 800 years ago. Yep. It's disgusting, and that's what gets us off. We're like the Lannisters. <laughs> <laughs> um... And the reason our stomachs aren't acclimated to dairy because in the shtetl we were so poor we didn't have dairy, we only had carbs. Um, we drank the milk of dirt. <laughs> um, God, it gets me so wet when you talk like that. <laughs> Go on. Shtetl specific, yeah. Oh, we drank oh, the milk yeah. of dirt. Fuck. Ooh, oh, shlomo. <laughs> uh, and so I, I'm like, literally, I'm just like, Oh, I'm now I, I literally have to go perform, holding in like a, a shit that is really brewing, and um and I and I and I like kind of amazingly have a pretty great show. I'm just gonna say it was great. I'm brilliant. So meanwhile, um, I have missed the show because I was at this improv show and our friend Eliza was there and we were hanging out at her friend's apartment like a block away, and then I realized like I missed his entire improv set because it was a it was a miserable theater. It was a crowded theater. Um, it was it was like a thousand degrees, and I was like, I can't be in this theater. I'll come back when he does his set. But I missed his first improv set in L.A. I, I don't care. It's it's a it's a random show. But I but I but I do basically. I finished the set, and now I'm just like waiting for the show to end. And I'm like waiting outside this little theater, and 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 as soon as the show is over, I'm like, thank God. And I'm like really panicking, and I and I run and I run try to run into the theater, but they've locked the door almost immediately. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You gotta let me in. They're like, sorry, show's over. You gotta go home. And I was like, no, no, I, I, I can't, I can't. I don't know, I don't know what to do. And like, and you have to understand, I am like really in in the middle of like an emotional sort of meltdown anyway about like making a mess of my life in Los Angeles, ruining my relationship with Rachel, just sort of like destroying my my entire being by being here. So we're Andy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, you get it. So we're walking to a bar, and he's like super mean in, in his head, and I think that he's angry that I missed his show. Well, and so I, I, what's happening for me in this moment is that like, Everyone's like, yeah, we're going to go hang out at this bar down the street. And I'm like, okay, there's my second chance. And I sprint ahead of people. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, I'm like literally like, mm, go away. No, can't talk to you. Can't talk to you. And I sprint to this bar and I get to the bar uh, like just minutes before everyone. I run into the bathroom and the bathroom in this bar is one of those bathrooms where they've ripped the doors off the stalls. Yeah, I know. Which is like some, I, I, don't, I don't know what that's for. That's for like... Cokeheads? I don't know. What is that for? Non-Jews. Yeah. With good stomachs and good genes. <laughs> Can hold it all night. Uh, and and so now I'm literally faced with the dilemma. Okay, do I uh, do I basically pull down my pants and shit just in this open bathroom in front of what will be an in minutes everybody who is at that show, audience and performer alike. <laughs> So everyone, I was just up on stage for half an hour. Everyone knows 
what I look like and who I am, and now they're seeing me again squatting in front of their face. Uh, and I decide I, I can't be this person. I cannot be this person who, who the first moment in his life in Los Angeles destroys it. And so I, I just make a decision. I'm going to go find another bathroom. And so I, I burst out of the bathroom, and I start running through the, ba- uh, the, the bar. And, and so I, he leaves me in this bar with no one because I'm just visiting Los Angeles, and I think that he's leaving the bar because he's infuriated that I missed his first improv set in Los Angeles. Well, so I, he leaves yeah. me there. And, and to I be have fair... To to be fair, I did go out of my way. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did push me out of his way, and I'm like, oh, he's mad at me. Great, he's about to break up with me. I'm a horrible girlfriend. Uh, cool, I'm going to get a ride home at some point. And, uh, and so I, uh, I hit the streets, uh, and I am, uh, I am just now, I'm just sprinting uh, towards nothing in particular because I know nothing. I have no clue where I am. It's midnight, and, uh, and so I'm sprinting. Everything's closed. And and like somewhere along the way, I like start slowing down when I realize what's what my only option is, and I duck into the uh, doorway of a Stephen Allen, and I um, uh, just shit my pants. Um, you shit specifically in an alley, right? Well, I mean the little door, the little doorway. Not a, I don't know what you want to call it. What's the doorway? The doorway. Wait, I've never clarified this with you. You shit on the doorway, or you shit in your pants? Well, it. I didn't. I, I mean, if we need to clarify, a half and half. Oh, so you drop trow, but like you but like the, the shit goes the on your pants. Water hose of coming out of my butt um, didn't accurately choose a spot. Um, okay, so you shit in the Stephen Allen. Yeah. So and cut to him getting home the next that that night. Well, I'm already in bed. No, I got to ride I, home. I did text you at that moment. Uh, basically. I texted you like, "Can you get a ride home?" Yeah, you were like, "Get a ride home, bitch." <laughs> I didn't. And say I bitch. was like, "Oh, he's he's angry at me." And so the next day, he's the worst fucking asshole. He's so mad. And this whole time, I think he's just mad at me for missing his improv set because I the theater was so hun- unbearably hot. I was at a friend's apartment, and so we're on the way. I remember to specifically the L.A. Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Something to cheer us up. We're driving uh, in the car. But I, I, you know, I at the same time, like I am going through the worst uh, sort of infantilization of my life. Shame spiral. Just this terrible shame spiral of like, who are you? How could you do that to yourself? Like, you're a stupid little boy, baby. You don't deserve to, you don't, you can't have an apartment, a car, you can't even not shit yourself. And so I'm, I'm entirely, I'm spending a day, a day or two in my head, just self-lacerating about how much I hate myself. And Rachel, of course, is just seeing me be cold because I'm being cold to everything. And I thought he was basically, here's what I, here's the narrative in my head. Uh, He was mad at me for missing his improv show and that night he went and fucked another girl. (laughs) That's the narrative. Also, that's what happens when you have uh, anxiety. You uh, catastrophize and you go to the worst thing. So we're on the way to LA Zoo and I say basically something effective like, look, if you're just going to break up with me like, and you cheated on me, like, just break up with me now. Like, I can't deal with this because he's being such a fucking asshole. And, I, and I'm, I'm stunned because this is the first time in like two days that I've ever even walked outside of my head for a moment. <laughs> and, I, and I look up at her. I'm like, what? No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't. I love you. I, and then there's like a five second pause that takes him an eternity because I realize he has something to tell me and I do think it's going to be that he cheated but instead he says to me in the car on the LA on the way to the LA Zoo I shit my pants <laughs> and I'm so relieved and I laugh <laughs> and I go that's it you shit your pants oh my god I shit my yeah. pants all the time <laughs> And, and we had this really beautiful discussion about yeah. like he shit his pants in an alley in the Stephen Allen and like I'm like oh my god I thought that like you were giving up our relationship well, I don't want to break a, up and the truth is it was like this really important moment in our relationship because truthfully like we'd 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 done this whole you know cross country drive and and like we wanted to do long distance but but we we just hadn't like had the hard conversation we didn't have like the tough conversation about how scary and and sad this was yeah. too and and like it forced us to have the conversation that was just much more real and open about like I'm scared but I really want to make this work and and like it was the first time that we'd really opened up about like how we were really feeling about about long distance and each other and and it really it actually like made us go a lot farther in our relationship and it really did. like emotionally carried our relationship and I ended up moving to LA for a job like 
eight months later. Um, and we've been together ever since. Yeah, yeah. We got married three years ago. And, and I we've shit been my pants together like for maybe 10 once years. or twice since. And he shits his pants, but then he shows it to me. <laughs> Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back, you guys. Are you shaken from the set you heard before the commercial. Are you seeing life in a whole new way? It gave us a lot to process. I felt like, though, when I heard their set, it did almost bring me closer to you, Andy. Yeah. As you'll hear thematically uh, with the the next set that we play in a bit, uh, uh, poop was the theme of the night (laughs) for for this live show. And um, it is a topic I am... I don't enjoy Andy's about to discuss in real life. I remember when I was a kid, kid teenager, and my friends they would uh, they would you know they were like some fun dudes. They were a bunch of fun, <laughs> fun dudes, fun dudes, and they liked to you know f word. Uh, wait, wait, f word? <laughs> yeah, you mean fart? Yeah, that's the you called it the f word. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> and they were all like, ha ha. Yeah, do that, bro. And I would just, <laughs> I would just scowl. You would scowl. You were always a grumpy man. I would, I would uh, look disapprovingly at their shenanigans. It's just like so funny because, like, that's you are such a uh, sweet, delicate boy, and I think I had such, I have such a. It's like I have a stereotype in my head of guys being, you know, like your. Fun dude friends, you know, farting and laughing and not Ugh. so ashamed of their bodies and stuff. And yet you are the most private, most... 100% most, ashamed. Most uh, anal retentive person I've ever come across. And the thing is with me, you know me, because it was just me and my mom growing up. I'm just, I'm used to talking about the body. You know what I mean? There's no shame. You just put it out there. Who cares? Oh my God. I'll talk about constipation to a stranger. No, no. I live because- in a tank of shame. <laughs> Do you know, like, do you ever see Johnny Mnemonic? There's a uh, a dolphin. There's like a, a dolphin that can talk. Has like a little. No, I, I've never seen. Anyway, Johnny he Mnemonic. lives in a, a a tank of like special water. Yeah, yeah, that's shame for me. So I'm yeah. like a do- a talking dolphin in a tank of shame. So it's like the opposite of a sensory deprivation type. <laughs> it's truly a just shame. It's too much. Lady. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> too much sensory input. Yeah, exactly. That's What's the opposite of deprivation? Overload. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame, shame overload gluttony? take. I don't know. But it's like, but that's so funny to me because literally I've spent like eight years of our relationship basically just trying to get Andy to talk about his butt and he won't do it. I'm, I'm really trying to loosen him up. I feel like we'll get there. Cause I don't to me think that's, so. To me, that's the ultimate in closeness. Look, I don't want to ever see a poop. I don't want to smell it. Let's be honest. I will say in our eight years together, I don't think I've ever once smelled the result of you passing gas. And I think that's never almost, have around you. That's crazy to you, me. You hold How, it in. Where we like live in the same place? How are you holding it in? And then where are you going with it? I have. Do you remember in Inglorious Bastards where in the beginning where they hid the Jewish family underneath the house? <laughs> I have built. <laughs> I have built a secret uh, chamber underneath the house 
where you can go if you need to pass gas, uh-huh. <laughs> relieve your relieve your your butt. natural your, bodily your response to breaking but down that, food. Look, that's the thing that resonates so much with Rachel and Dan's set, though. Uh, the Jewish stomach or the Jew, like everything, makes you nervous, and everything, like it doesn't okay, but is settle. Really a, why is it really a Jewish thing? The Jewish stomach, with well, the just idea of a Jewish stomach being delicate. Because Naomi, for five thousand years. People have been hiding behind trees waiting to kill us. And okay. so we're, we live in a constant state of nerves. <laughs> it makes your stomach all rumbly and makes you nervous about this stuff. It is is not the best stew to grow up in if you want a calm <laughs> okay, no, stomach. No, no, no. You talk about being afraid that somebody going to kill you. Well, I'm black. Okay. We are also on edge and have had... Years of oppression. Yes, but we have but thousand, we... a couple thousand year head start. So that's why you got Agita. <laughs> yeah, because because it's genetic. It started back in Egyptian, it, it, biblical times, uh... and then and and so <laughs> and then all the way up through the the Inquisition and all the other so the troubles, the Jewish troubles. But, as think, they say. but didn't y'all walk in the desert? Honestly, if everybody had stomach problems. I don't think you could have made it across the desert as a people. Well, that's that that's where it started. Think of how dry that manna <laughs> from heaven. Think of how dry that must have. The the climate was dry. The manna probably didn't have enough moisture in it. So everyone's all constipated and messed up then. All the food we eat that's is just true. like weird balls of stuff. We have <laughs> gefilte fish, which is just carp balls. We got matzo balls. We got... Yeah, matzo is pretty dry, honey. I don't know what you do. I mean, I've had a sheet of matzo, and I got to chase it with about a gallon of water. Manischewitz wine, which is sweeter than Mexican Coke. It is <laughs> Mexican Coca-Cola. <laughs> it is. It, we do not have a, a, a great cuisine. Like, Sephardic Jews, Israeli Jews. You got hummus. You got some good stuff. Hummus. You got some, <laughs> you got some classic... Middle Eastern cuisine there. Yeah, but I'm saying rich, like flavorful. diaspora Jews. We have not built up a delicious cuisine. I we, don't know. I love me some kugel. I love a noodle kugel. That stuff is good. Why are you looking away, Andy? <sighs> noodle kugel is good. I'm just saying because of all these things, <laughs> because of all these things, we need absolute, our stomachs are all weird and strange and it makes us shameful and embarrassed <laughs> And we need absolute, like a cocoon. At least I do. I need a cocoon around me. Right. I need the sink on. <laughs> I need. You the, can't have the sink on. The fan on. I don't care. I will. I, 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 say, I say LA doesn't have any water. Uh-uh. You cannot run that no. sink. No. Plus, if you run the sink, that just means I know you're pooping, which defeats the entire purpose. If you're I trying know. to cover trust up the me, fact that you're trust, pooping. Trust me. That plagues my brain, too. And I can't relax. This I will suck California me. dry of water. This is insane to me. If it means I get to this have is mental some illness. Peace. What you are telling me is mental illness. Have a podcast playing. <laughs> <laughs> Just create absolute, create the illusion of safety around me. Right. The illusion of anonymity. The yes. illusion of. That I don't have a body. This is not happening to me. <laughs> okay. This is... And can you imagine. That's Listeners, every day. can you imagine that exactly? Can you imagine that every day. single day having that feeling and going on that emotional journey? No, my life, my my life is a living hell. <laughs> we live in a living hell. My personal life's a living hell. Wow. The so, only shining moment is my time with you. Wow. Watching good TV. save. Did you hear that save? What, that was not good. a save, a truth. <laughs> Sitting on the couch with you, watching. Shattered cuts or whatever that <laughs> sharp objects, <laughs> sharp objects, shattered, shattered slices, shattered white women, Ugh. that whole genre of shattered white women, white women in rebuilding as a whole genre. I'm like, oh, my God, girl, put on some SPF 70, read a book by the beach. I ain't got time for you to go through all this right now because <laughs> it's all so extra. Eat, pray, cut. That's Andy, what... <laughs> stop it. <laughs> It's what <laughs> it is exactly what happens on the programs, and I don't like it. I don't like to see it. So we need a new show, basically. Do you think that there's actual hope for me? Do you think this is a now I'm in my later 30s? Do you think this is something I will get past? I am telling you now, uh, on mic for the world to hear and know. 
I will never give up on you. Oh, okay. I, I thought will... you said no. No, no. For the world to know. Oh, oh, oh. I will never give give up on you. I will continue to talk about my own bodily functions, inquire about yours. I will pinch your butt just for the fun of it to get you used to it until you no longer feel so self-conscious and ashamed. I believe this could happen for you. I have every hope in the world that this could happen for you. And I think that that's what true love is. I wish I was just a disembodied consciousness floating through the world. (laughs) And on that, we're going to go to commercial. See you guys in a few. Bye. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds, and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. Welcome back, friends. Emotionally repressed and emotionally open. All of you. Naomi? You've learned a lot about us. I think before the break, we got in deep in a level that I don't think anyone expected, but Uh I hope... You feel closer to us. Continuing this theme, we have another set from our live show, the same live show that Dan and Rachel were on. Featuring Canadian powerhouse besties, Deborah DiGiovanni and Rebecca Kohler. Love them. They are so hilarious and so wonderful. Uh, the show was actually my, our first time meeting Rebecca, and it was a dream. Uh, if you guys don't know, Deborah DiGiovanni is a touring stand-up comedian and actor. She's been on Last Comic Standing. She was on Conan. She's been on the TV show Corporate. And she performs all over the U.S. and Canada. Rebecca Kohler is a stand-up and writer who's written for shows like Working Moms and Shit's Creek, among many others. Now, listen to these two besties talk to you about their love. Roll it! Friendship. Did you see that? Look at us. Doing this. Collaboration. I asked her. Oh, that was my first ever rolling clap. That was Thank you. Thank you. That was really well done. I think you handled it well. Yeah. Can we get a wave now? Could we get a wave? (laughs) Oh, they did it! Oh, they're great. It's like sports. Um, or something. I don't know. Uh, hello, I'm Deborah DiGiovanni, and this is Rebecca Kohler, I'm Rebecca everyone. Kohler. Thank you. And uh, let's let's do well. That's a bit much. We're but all very right. good friends. Uh, take it easy. <laughs> oh, how long have we known each other? A long time. Oh, uh, 12, 15, 17, 12. 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so several around, years. Uh, many. Several years. Upwards of ten. Upwards, more than ten. Yes. Uh, Double two, digits. Two thousand four. Uh, two thousand four. Yes. So fourteen years. Fourteen yeah. years. Yeah. Look at you. It's a Math. long time. Um, and we're um, both Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. <clears throat> fourteen years, but. Oh. I oh, no. just found out this is the show's brought us closer together. We were just <laughs> standing behind the door right here, and I just found out. Can I say you're going to? This is happening. Deborah won. Oh God, I feel like okay. This, we're starting the show off. This is happening. Oh, Go. Did you want me to wait? Well, now we have to she say it. Fucked a man with a strap on one time. Now listen, listen, everyone, <laughs> and I know what you're. <laughs> it's just after 14 years. I was surprised to find out behind the door. Backstage. I know that. You asked the question, though. I did. I was like, what's the kinkiest thing you've ever and done? Then, I, yeah. I was and hoping now, for some material. And <laughs> I got it! So You did. Tell and us. And I know you're all like, did Andy Deborah do that to a man? <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Was it uh, between knitting uh, and, and soup? Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was, and it was delicious. It was many moons ago, everyone. Uh, I was a youngster. You know, uh, we'll, we'll get back to sex all right, we'll get back shortly. To all right, so we're Canadian. We're both from Canada. Yes. Uh, yeah, thank you. Whatever. Oh, we know who that is. Hi. Thank you. Uh, anyway, she's from Canada. We probably, we're best friends. Um, yeah, but you're, you, I always feel like you're Quebecois, but you're not. You're not. No. But you do speak French. Oui, je parle français. Merci beaucoup. She said, you people suck. Get laughing. That's what she said. Uh, I don't know. That's loosely translated. Uh, but we met in Toronto. We've known yeah, we met in Toronto. Yes. Stand-up comics. Yep. 
uh, the comedy scene in yes. T.O. Yeah, um, yeah, and then we became friends, but we became even better friends since, since moving to Los here. Angeles. Absolutely, yeah. Because we were the only people we knew. Yeah. And so uh, and we were forced you know into a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not sold on it. Um, but It's a little against no. your will. <laughs> it is a little against your will. Help me. <laughs> no. Uh, this seals it. it. it yeah, no, yep, it does. Sorry, it's yep. official publicly it's official, now. Yes. So, um, no, but we, so we have a great time talking to each yes, other. We, uh, we, talk we talk a lot on the, the phone. phone a lot. We still do. Like we're in yeah. the eighth grade. Yes, absolutely. Um, There's a slumber party vibe. We have. For sure. Our friendship is like a slumber party yes. uh, if old ladies were there. Yes. Uh, there's uh, a lot of yeah. crying and ointment. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There absolutely is. And we, we go to bed at a decent hour. A decent hour. That's the um, thing. Not I freeze her bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's awkward because I have to Uber over to her apartment, <laughs> break in, um, Get, re- wrestle the bra off me. And it's pretty and big. Then, uh, <laughs> too far? She has too to bring soon? her dog. She has too to bring many. her dog. Okay. Anyway. So. <laughs> I lost them with your bra. Oh my uh, god, it's all right. We'll get them back with we, something. We cry. Um, we cry yeah, a lot we do on the cry phone. A lot. And um, we do. We, we do wanted to be honest about this. Yeah, uh, there's, the, there's a lot of weeping. And if you can't weep with your girlfriends, get out of here. Like seriously, <laughs> honestly, right? Or do it with your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one. Um, <clears throat> That's why we cry so much. But I realize. Now, this one, maybe it's because I'm, I'm loosey-goosey, because I got the troubles. I can do your, I can do your cry. Like, oh, I, yeah? I, I was like, do you guys like impressions? Because this is, this is me. This is, this is Rebecca crying. Okay, sometimes I'll just pick up the phone, it'll be this. It's, 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 it's a whistle. It's a, it's a ship coming into harbor. It's a, it's a train pulling into a station. It's very romantic. And it's, she's got, she does Pilates. There's diaphragm work there. There's a lot of, there's a lot of core, a lot of core strength. And then I was like, can you do my cry? And you can't. Because no. I, like I like to mix it up. Uh, I like to, sometimes there's I, scream There's cries. some snorting. <laughs> I do snort. I snort. There's, I snorful. But, uh, probably. You do do a sound that, uh, in general, that's not what crying. Is, what is the sound that you like so much? It's my little. She'll, she'll do, yeah. <laughs> my little. <laughs> It'll come naturally. It'll come naturally. That makes her uh, giggle. But no, ah. crying. It's good. It's cathartic, and yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and it, it makes her laugh when it I does. do it. So uh, so I'll keep keep on. Thanks also, for the you friendship. Do, you do an Australian accent that it's been making me laugh for ha- like twelve. Oh, years. I do, Deborah. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate I the uh, free advertising. Because yeah, um, whenever you say my name, you always say Deborah. Deborah. Hi. Um, if anyone else likes it, you can call me at three. <laughs> um, and she'll just talk to you. Five dollars an hour. It's been okay. it's been years, and it still makes me giggle. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, we also have this. We really bonded over. You know when you have those moments where you're like, oh my god, me too. Uh, we both love stationary. Stationary. Uh, we love oh it. Oh yeah, and we don't just mean we don't just mean standing still. Although we no. love that too. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> wait, wait, wait I'm. You did move. You wrecked it. But anyway, um, oh, her and the cardio, she never stopped. But here's the thing. We do like stationary. Stationary. Um, and we bonded like hard because here's the thing. Like, does anyone, are you with us on like stationary? Is anyone uh, out there? Pads where and are paper. My, where pens. are my, my paper heads at? I don't know. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> you get it. Like we had like, we had a moment like where it was like, so what do you like? Um, you know what I mean? And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm weird. Like I like these like pads, and they're um, by a company called like Claire Fontaine. And I was like, oh my god! And then, do you know Claire Fontaine? Because don't even get me. That paper is fucking creamy. It's creamy. <laughs> it's heavy. And you know what was it's creamy after me mentioning it? Deborah's underpants. I swear okay? to God, I was just like, oh my god. Oh. And listen, this one never a ballpoint pen. Never. I mean, what are we, a savage? It's always a nice liquid ink. Uh, a Pilot uh, V. Oh. Uh, you know, right. 0. 0.5, yeah. 0.5. I sometimes do 0. 0.7. Get out of here! Sometimes, and this is where You're we fight. You're fucked up! Oh, God. This is where we fight. But it's, it's, the, it's also the seven. differences that keep it exciting. Do you yes. know what I mean? Variety in the friendship. And debate is always well, healthy. And she's Italian, yes. so she's good at it. Um, the, you know, what did you get me for Christmas? Those beautiful paper clips that you oh, got me for Christmas. Oh. She got me little elephant paper clips. Yeah. To be on, do you know what I mean? And to be honest, There's though, it's like like one paper. You can only put one piece of paper in there, so it's sort of they're they're not they're more beautiful than they are practical. Not unlike you. Not unlike you. Oh, you guys! <laughs> I, that was gross. That was gross. I'm not gonna lie. I'll take it. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't have a boyfriend. So, uh... You did give out your phone number, though. I do. Hopefully that later tonight I'll have one. But only if I'm Australian. <laughs> yes, so, uh, All okay. Right. What else? But wait, what happened with the paper clips? How okay, much? no, but here's the thing. You this have is, a story about this. I do have a it's story about that. All right, I do, love, I do love, I love stationery so much. And I was one day, I was vacuuming my apartment uh, because I'm a champion. I, uh, I do vacuum it once a year like you're supposed to. And I, uh, uh, and I found a paper clip in my apartment that was shaped like a bear. And let me tell you, the excitement of that, I, 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 had, I had to masturbate. I didn't have to. The thing is, though, I was going to anyway. I just moved it up on the schedule. Do you know what I mean? My life is very free. I don't have a schedule. I do what I want. <laughs> and then I told Rebecca this story. She called me right away. Yes, immediately. Uh, crying. With my left hand. With my left crying. hand. Crying. Because uh, my right is my dominant hand. I don't need to tell you this. And, uh, and then I found out that you gave me that paperclip. I give her paperclips a lot. She does. And um, when she told me that she masturbated to that paperclip, I felt a little weird. It felt like I had masturbated yes, her. Yes, exactly. And even though we're close friends, it was too close. <laughs> so, but it we talk a lot much. about masturbation in yes, general. That's really another do. thing we love to talk mm -hmm. about yeah. at the slumber party. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and sexual matters and things. And backstage, yeah. we talk about things uh, like Deborah that. Deborah once told me that she <laughs> masturbated something. What was it, like 16 I times? I don't know. I had, I had she was thing. having a bad day. Like I in like troubles. A, I have like the troubles. She was having urges. Yes. And she masturbated like 16 times a day. And then she told me um, her clitoris was sore, but she was still not satisfied. I was empty inside. Do you uh, know what I mean? That's the problem. Yeah. I miss the like closeness. Her it's masturbation closeness. is like Chinese food. Oh, yeah. It like doesn't satisfy. You know what I mean, an hour later you needed to get it. Also, very greasy. Very okay, greasy. Yeah. It'll soak right through a paper napkin. Do you know what I mean? Just oh, <laughs> orange. That or like a pizza grease. Oh! Like really, because Italian. And so, like, the tomato sauce oozes yes. from the clitoris. You have to wipe me down first. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, because if you, if you eat Zebra out, you <laughs> gain weight. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was cold-blooded. No, I'm into that's it. not I'm what into I it. meant. It was just a pizza joke. Luckily, oh. I like, luckily, I like thin dudes. Luckily, I could fatten any one of you up in a weekend. I accept the challenge. Yes, I do. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, All right, so like we do talk about the boys. Improvisation is dangerous. We, it is. We talk about the boys, and Rebecca has uh, Rebecca has a bit of an international <laughs> thing going on right now. You really do. What's what's Fabian? Where's where's he from? Fabian was from Mexico. Yes, he was. And, um, and then Simone, he's, he's where? from Italy. He's from, listen to me. Okay, he's from Italy. He's from Parma. But could you do an example of his accent? Okay, just be like, "Hello, Rebecca. Do you want to make out?" <laughs> It's so okay. It's it's not. Hello, no. <laughs> Hello, Rebecca. <laughs> he sounds like he's from the Planet of the Apes. Can I eat you out? <laughs> that's kind of exactly that's, what happened. It's and then I found that he was Italian. I was like, that's not an Italian accent. We don't know what. But then that I is. showed her a video of him, and she was like, oh yeah, that's it weird. Actually, it's she nailed it. It's, it's completely it's really, she nailed it. It's you know what uh, I mean. It's, and he's great because he'll be like, uh, I'll be telling a story and he'll yeah. be like, please hurry up. I am not here all night. <laughs> like, he's very like bossy. And then I'm like, you jerk. Uh, uh. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, the feminist in me is so confused. Because you are a very strong I'm feminist. Strident. Yeah. Strident. <laughs> and then he comes along with those thighs. He's got, he <sighs> plays soccer. He Do you know what I'm saying? He's a soccer player. And he has a PhD. <laughs> So I don't have a boyfriend, but I fucked this guy from <laughs> Italy. Last night. Last well, night. Deborah, too much information. Uh, I, I, what, with the, with the. <laughs> he ate me out. Okay, so. Uh, All right. <laughs> Uh, okay, we have to go soon. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, oh, another thing but, that really uh, bonds us. Oh, 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 oh but go, boys, go really quick, boys, because yes, Deborah's been having an online flirtation with a man. Listen, um, listen. And, oh, he my God, so We're he's sure. a bit younger than her, yeah. and uh, uh, she called me up recently. She was very upset. <laughs> she found out that he wasn't 26. He was 25. Listen, that year is, it's, um... It's to harder. her, it it's was harder. a big deal, it's but here's, and I was like, well, it's just a year, who cares? And then she confided in me that the reason she was most upset <laughs> is that it, it turned her on more. Too much, like, too much. I was like, I think we should, like, call somebody now. I really do. It's legal, it's, it's ring fine. Ring the alarm is my message. Uh, oh, God. Now, there's another thing that, but the, you know when you have those days where you're with a friend and they just make you laugh so much you think you're going to die? Rebecca has stories about poo. 
that I'm telling you, you don't even know. Like it is, we were at, <laughs> uh, we were at cool. Jones, we were at Jones at Santa Monica and Formosa. Is it Formosa? Anyway, and we're having dinner. Everyone is all like, they're in love. Rebecca told me the story. I laughed so much that even I thought, shut that bitch up. Like me, that's what I was saying. I'm trying to eat pizza, shut her up. I couldn't, I could not breathe. Do you want to tell the people that story? Just a little bit, you have no idea. I did tell them about the strap on, so I suppose yeah, I, I deserve yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, go. Um, okay, Pooh. Okay, so I was- um, The best Pooh story. Go. I was on my way to my green card interview, um, and uh, I had taken some- <laughs> That's not the story, though. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the second best Pooh story. You gotta go with the first best. <laughs> it's number two, if you will. Oh, oh, too far. I know I went too far there. I do know I do. Um, I felt it. Okay, I don't but think that's go. the poo story no, I told you stopped. at Jones, but okay, I'll tell All you right. the other poo story. Okay. I know it is. All right, um, okay, it doesn't matter. Go. Okay, so, uh, okay, I understand. I was, I'm a 40 year old woman, thank you. Um, and uh, a couple years ago, I also uh, had a dalliance with a younger man. Um, <laughs> a 17. No, I'm kidding. So he was. Uh, <laughs> He was like, I don't know, 27 or something. And uh, I, I should I should preface this by saying that I've always had a fear of anal play, like sexually, uh, when you get the anus involved. Yes. Um, mostly because um, I'm not like into having poo um, in my sex life. Now listen, I know that a lot of people in the world love the anus and they go get in there and they're like uh, so happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm a little neurotic and I'm afraid of getting E. coli. So, um, <laughs> I've always avoided it, right? But then something happened this night. I went home with this guy who was an 80s. You were drunk. You were drunk. I was having a brownout, no pun intended. Oh! And uh, uh, he, uh, we, we went home together, and I just, I was super drunk, and I remember coming to this, by, by the way, I was, it was fully <laughs> consensual, I, I think. Um, <laughs> I remember coming to, and all of a sudden, my finger was on its way into his asshole. And to this day, I have no idea if he had said, can you put your finger in my asshole? Uh, or if I was like, I'm gonna mix things up tonight! <laughs> so, um, there it goes. Like, the train's already left the station. There's no turning back. And in my finger goes. And, you know, I guess I push it in and out a little. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Um, and he's like, ooh, ooh. He's loving it. And then, um, he took a dump in my hand. Uh, yeah. Um, he just shit in my hand. Like, uh, which is really funny, because like after all these years of being like, I don't know, and then friends being like, it's great, okay? Just <laughs> use anal beads. I'm like, I'm not a lamp. Um, after all these years of resistance, I'm like, I'm gonna try that. And then, <laughs> and like, it wasn't, it wasn't a shart. It wasn't a turd, it was a dump. He took a dump in my hand, and then, but he was still like, and I was like, I guess I keep going, like, what, what do you do? What do you do? And then, and then eventually, like, he finished or something, I think I blacked out again on purpose, and I think I took a rock off his side table and smashed my head until it was over, and then I, eventually I was like, I have to go pee, and what I really meant was like, I have to go bleach my hand, and then um, I go in the bathroom. Were you holding it this entire time? Oh my God. It was. I would have set it down on the night table. <laughs> I told you it wasn't a turd. There was no setting it down. It would have been wiped. Anyway, okay, okay. so, too much? Uh, you got to hear the end. So, I go to the bathroom. It was all over my body. It doesn't matter. And then um, I come back. He's like, hey, we're like chatting. We made out again in the morning. It was super fun. Meanwhile, the next day, call some friends, tell them, because when that happens, you, you have to tell someone or you die. Yeah. And um, I called a couple friends. The first thing both of them said was, Oh my God, what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Because when somebody shits in your hand, what are you supposed to say? <laughs> like, um, John, <laughs> do you know anything about this? <laughs> and good night. There good night! Thank you for Thank being you my so friend, Deborah. Ew! Ew! I loved it. My nightmare. I delighted. My nightmare. I delighted in every second of it. It was amazing to me. <laughs> if the, in the preacher, the the TV show. They the if you're in hell, you relive the worst parts of your life over and over and over again. Oh God. That 
if if that had happened to me, if I had done that into someone's hand, I can't even <laughs> say it. I know. That would be I guess he didn't even know about it that it happened. But like I would just relive that over and over. The shame oh. just soaking into my skin, like SPF shame thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you guys <laughs> That is our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope, if nothing else, you feel better about yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone made themselves very vulnerable on this show. They all gave us permission to post it. Okay? So, ain't nothing to be worried about. You guys, uh, we will be back next week. In the interim, please hit us up. Okay? Hit us up on Twitter, at Naomi and Andy. Yes, send us some suggestions for TV shows we should watch. Yes, things that will really bring our relationship together. Things that will transport us. Yeah, I was going to say, or maybe stuff that's outside of television that we could do. Yeah, transport us. You know what I mean? Take us away. Uh, Physically transport us. Hit us up on Instagram, at Couples Therapy Pod. And leave us a review on iTunes. A yeah. good one, though. Don't leave a nasty one. I, I don't need that. Yeah, and you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, CouplesTherapyPod.com is the website, and we got fun stuff, including merch, baby. And, of course, Naomi and I are on Twitter ourselves. Naomi is at Blacktress, and I am at Andy Beckerman. And so, guys, wherever you are in social media, find us, send us uh, friend requests. Only nice things. Don't come at me saying you disagree with my outlook on life. I don't know what to do with that. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bye.